Hi, and welcome to the Raw, Real, and Rebellicious podcast. My name is Michelle Rebel Coops, and as a personal branding coach, I guide and mentor high-achieving professionals and entrepreneurs to liberate themselves from the invisible shackles that keep them from expressing themselves authentically and unapologetically in work, life, and even love. I believe we can all become our own powerhouse and become true leaders of our lives. So let's explore how you can become who you're meant to be, a free, radiant, joyful, and juicy creature of love who takes charge like a true leader does. Hi there, thank you for listening again. This episode today will be about leadership, something I'm very, very passionate about. And to make my point, I will contrast leadership with fear because, well, generally when you're a leader, you take charge. When you're not leading your life, you are being led. Usually this is by fear. Now, let me ask you a question. Um, Do you feel that life happens to you? You know, that there's so much shit going on and that sometimes you wonder, why is this happening to me again? And maybe you feel that, you know, you've had so much shit on your plate already in your life. (sighs) Well, of course this is happening to me again. Maybe you feel that people are letting you down and that life is quite hard. It's a challenge. Maybe you feel life is actually too hard. Maybe sometimes you feel that your boss, for example, doesn't see you or that uh, maybe clients don't see you or recognize you or acknowledge you as the expert that you are. Maybe you feel that maybe your family doesn't really acknowledge your existence or, or how good that you are. Maybe even in your love life, you feel like men just don't get it or women just don't get it. It doesn't really matter who... <laughs> who is the reason for your agony. But generally, this is a mindset, a mindset of someone who feels that life is just shit. Now, let me just ask you what it would be like for you if you would be successful, like the people that you admire. I mean, just look at the people that you feel have everything together. I mean, you look at them and you're like, oh my God, it seems that everything is just going so easy for them. Like they don't have to work hard for it. It's like they just have to blink with their eyes or snap their finger and something is happening for them. And it seems that they are really on top of things. And you'd love that for yourself. You really like to know that you're on top of things as well, that you really ha, you you feel that you're in control and that you have that career that you want, or maybe you've started your own business and it's successful. Just imagine what that would be like because you'd have so much more freedom to live your life just the way that you want to. How amazing would that be? And you'd experience so much more kindness and love from people. People are nice. They recognize you. They see you. And maybe you're like, yeah, that's amazing, but that's for them, not for me. But let me just assure you that this all starts with you yourself. You see, here's what I believe. I believe that we can all live the life that we desire. We can all create a life that fits with our needs and that, you know, that makes us happy. 
The problem with many people um, is that they are not leading their life. They are just living it. So what's the difference here? What I mean with leading your life, I mean that... What I mean is that you're literally taking charge and you're leading it. You are the leader. <laughs> but if you're not, if you don't have that, then usually you are being led generally by fear. And it just made me think, as I was preparing this podcast, I had to think about this one sentence that Katy Perry actually sings in the song, Roar. And it says, I stood for nothing, so I fell for everything. And this is what happens when you're not in charge. When you feel um, like everything is done to you. And everything that is done to you in this world, like life is happening to you, everything that is coming on your path <laughs> is just another reinforcement of your limiting belief that life sucks, that people suck, that the world sucks, and that you suck. Now, this is all a mindset because as soon as you know that you are truly amazing and you start feeling that on the inside, ooh, that, that would make all the difference already. See, here's one thing that is good for everyone to know. <laughs> and it's something that I need to remind myself of as well because, oh, fucking hell, of course I get sucked into that victim mode every now and then. I am just as human. Sometimes I will look at my peers, these entrepreneurs that seem to be so successful and they're on top of things and it seems like they're relentless in their energy of putting out their message. And I'm like, oh my God, <sighs> don't they ever get tired? Is it only me? Am I the only one who feels exhausted at some point? Am I, am I the only one who feels that they cannot do it, who feels discouraged every now and then? And then I know that I'm not. The thing is, you know, people who are leaders, and I know I'm considered as one, um, we have the same, if not more, challenges in life. <laughs> I mean, when I look back at the things that I've... Um, that, that have happened on my journey, it was no picnic. It was not easy to be kicked out of my house at 17 while I was still in my last year of high school. It was not easy to um, lose my dad at a pretty young age, or he was 53, I think that's pretty young. And it's not easy to be divorced twice. It's not easy having been married or being married at that point with an alcoholic. But the thing is, you know, it's not about that. It is, in the end, the attitude that we have towards life and towards situations. And that is what personal leadership really is about, you know? Because if you're a leader of your life, you're leading yourself on a personal level. So here's what I believe that personal leadership is, and I have a def definition for it. I'm sure that some other people will have something to say about that as well. So if you want to, you know, explore more about this topic, then by all means, go for it. But here's my take on it. Personal leadership, if you ask me, is an attitude towards your own life that involves taking responsibility for your emotions, 
your personal and professional success, your growth on every level, spiritual growth, professional growth, personal growth, you name it, but also your happiness, your choices, and your overall purpose. That taking responsibility thing here is key because it means that you're taking responsibility for your inner work. And that means your personal and emotional development, you know, processing old shit. Like I just mentioned, you know, the shit that has happened to us in life. Actually, it happened for us. And by processing that, that you can actually change that inner experience. But that requires looking at yourself. That requires that you become so, so, so brutally honest. And that you actually admit where you've gone wrong and that you've admit that you admit that um, maybe you've been led astray for a long time. And maybe you can also admit when you do that work that it was not done to you. Now that is one of the hardest parts. Actually forgiving whatever was done to you in your life and knowing that anything that happens is the result of, well, you know, just energy coming together in that moment. Anything that happens is bound to happen. It is our choice how we respond to that. And in many cases, that response is not always how we ideally would like it to be. Because, you know, when things happen, um, when situations happen, um, especially when we're young and we don't have the capability of really doing that inner work and we don't know yet, we are just being taught that we're not good enough because, you know, and we, we become, we can become a little bit bitter. We can close off our hearts. That is what happens. Maybe you know what I'm talking about here. Maybe you feel that, for example, all the men or women that you've dated in the past have disappointed you. They have not lived up to your expectations because you had expectations and they were never going to be able to meet up to them. But that's made you scared of entering the dating world again. Maybe you feel like it's always going to be a disappointment. And maybe you already enter the whole dating scene with you know, some skepticism or cynicism and you're afraid of really opening up. Now, this is something that is very natural and it happens to all of us, especially if you've had a few heartbreaks and it's life. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't get ourselves out there. And it's not only in our love lives. I mean, things happen and it will affect how we put ourselves out there in our professional lives as well or in our friendships. Actually, it affects everything in how we show up in life in general. Now, a leader does the inner work. He reflects on himself or herself. A leader understands that, you know what? I need to process this. I need to really look at all these situations in the eye and understand that I can change my attitude towards this not by ignoring what's happened or by blaming others or by projecting it onto others because, oh my God, my heart was broken by Frank or Daisy. No, but because, you know, there was a lesson there to learn. Having said that, 
some things that happen, well, there are just shit. Because, you know, we don't have to bypass everything that happens. And we need to process that. And there is, sometimes there is no real life lesson in it. Sometimes there is no <sighs> um, reason for something, something really, really serious to happen. And still, you know, will we remain victims? Or can we get strength out of, out of that situation? So, so a personal leader, someone who takes charge of their personal life, of their professional life, does the inner work. Because, you know, the thing is that the way that you carry yourself, it will affect everything that you do. You know, the way that you do the inner work for yourself, the way that you start loving yourself and you start processing and you embrace everything that you are, like everything, including the shit, including the mess. Oh, and shit will come up. But by doing that, you will be, become so much more peaceful. You will have that inner balance and so much more love on the inside. That is so important. For example, when you get out there to establish your own business, because whenever clients do something to you <laughs> or people, you know, aren't satisfied or they aren't happy and you might feel rejected, no, you already have done the inner work. You have the self-love to know that, okay, there is just a mismatch. It is not a personal rejection here. Now, a personal leader, a leader does not project their shit onto others either. I really believe that this is a very, very important one because ha, ah, I see it happen so often that, um, you know, as a self-defense mechanism, people will project um, whenever they feel something, you know, it is um, whenever they enter discussion, for example, or something is said to them, they will become self-defensive and Basically, um, instead of listening to the other person, they will um, project back. And it might happen the other way around. Actually, someone else might project a lot of things onto you. And the question is at some point to know what's your piece to, to, to embrace and what's theirs. But a true leader owns this, this shit, owns their own inner mess. A leader does not scare away from that instead of, you know, getting all defensive and basically saying, you know, this is not my fault. This is your fault. That is something that happens to people who project generally or who become self-defensive. They will want to be right. Now, that is something that our brain simply wants. Our brain wants to be right because the idea of not being right probably means that... Um, we are wrong, we've made a mistake, and when we've made a mistake, there is that primal fear in our nervous system that will arise and be very, very, very afraid of being rejected and cast out of the group. That is something that would lead to death many, many, many thousands of years ago. But we're not in those caves anymore. We don't live out in the jungle. And for us to make a mistake, for example, uh, to admit that something has, uh, you know, uh, that we did something wrong, that won't lead to death anymore. 
a leader understands this. They understand how their nervous system reacts. And instead of becoming self-defensive, projecting, etc., they will own their shit. They will express when they've made a mistake and actually, you know, go up to that person. This, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said this. And they will do the work. They will also take responsibility for their career. You see, we all need a purpose. It is one of our basic needs, our basic human needs to feel like we contribute, to feel that we make a difference in whatever way. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't mean that you need to <laughs> impress millions and millions of people. No, it's about, you know, those few people out there that you can make that you can inspire and you can make their life better. But that doesn't just happen by itself. It is not like that job or that new business or those clients will just fall into your lap. You need to do something for it. You might need to develop new skills. You might even need to do things that you don't like. But you know, a leader will take responsibility for that. They will have the right mindset, knowing that, you know what, I have something to offer and I can serve people here. And they will choose something that they absolutely love to do. They will create their own rules in life, basically, because they don't want to be led by the status quo. You know, a leader will question the status quo and look at, is this really for me? Is this how I want to live my life? Is this... The, what's what would serve me in the best way possible? Or do I want my business, my life, my love life, or my parenting, whatever, do I want that in a different way? Do I want to, you know, make follow the status quo or create my own rules? Now, the old style in leadership is very much about head about making pros and cons lists, for example, about going to college, get a degree, you know, get, educa get educated, preferably, preferably by acknowledged institutions. It includes focus, persistence, discipline, and pushing through. This is very much the old style of leadership, and this is a leadership that we've known for the past decades. I believe that this is too one-sided. It will lead to many, many, many burnouts. And it doesn't leave any space for our emotions. Now, I just mentioned already that a leader actually does the inner work and they process their own emotions. So this old style leadership of only head, including head and ratio and all these decisions based on um, logic, they don't work. They don't include our emotions and our intuition. So... When you create your own rules, like I just mentioned, this means that you need to reassess the old, uh, the, the old style of leadership as well. If you're going to question the status quo, make sure that you look at the different styles of leadership and that you include everything that is important for you and, the, and that you challenge yourself. Because the new style of leadership will include the heart. It will mean that you take care of all of your humanness. And instead of dismissing the emotional work as weak or mumbo-jumbo or icky, <laughs> you know that, you know, your emotions are a very, very important part of your humanness, of your mental well-being, of your emotional well-being. And it's not a bad word. <laughs>
It has nothing to do with hysteria or being frantic or whatever. Your emotions make us make you you, you know? It doesn't mean that you have to be led by those emotions all the time, but when you acknowledge them and you can recognize them, you can actually, you know, maybe sit with these emotions for a while. Sit with them, process through them. Instead of dismissing them and pu pushing them aside, just actually sitting with them. Because they tr are trying to speak to us. Now, usually your, your emotions are something like a sensation in your body. So this means that a, in, a new style leader will take the time to listen to their bodies. Instead of pushing through the madness and making crazy hours in the workplace or in your business, you will listen to your body when it is trying to tell you enough. Today you need a day off or you need to stop now. Even when you feel that there's fear coming up because you're in a discussion with a client or a coworker or maybe your boss, you will recognize that sensation of fear and because you recognize it in your body, because you feel that there is either a rush, for example, in, in your chest area, maybe you feel that your throat is, ah, um, you get, you're getting a lump in your throat. Maybe you feel like you're, yeah, you got um, um, pain in your belly, for example. Those are all signs from your body and your body is trying to tell you something. So what is it? Headaches, huge, huge sign of your body that you're overworking. New style leadership means that you listen to that because there's a lot of wisdom in our bodies. It also means that you allow your intuition to speak regardless of how beneficial your decisions may seem on paper. You know, um, it might seem perfect to go right. It might seem that everything will be cut out for you like that you know it is the perfect journey it would be the perfect choice it would will, would give you everything that you desire and still there is something inside of you that says uh-uh i need to go with the other decision i need to go left and not right so new style leadership includes your intuition as well when you just know that even though everyone else and on paper it seems like the perfect choice and it will check all the boxes, my gut says no. Actually, Jeff Bezos of Amazon, he says that your intuition is so, so, so important and he makes his decisions on his intuition big time. New style leadership also, it means that you are aiming for connection, genuine connection from the heart because you're, you allow yourself to be vulnerable. Why? Because you've done the inner work. You've done the emotional development within yourself. You process your shit. You have embraced all of that mess within yourself, the flaws, the fuck ups. And because of that, you have the courage to be vulnerable and to express what you're not happy with and to express your mistakes and your flaws, for example. And that will make you so human and so real that people just draw to you automatically because that's what we want. we want. We want sincerity, we want authenticity. We don't just want someone who's pretending up there to be the, the, the guru. 
No, we want realness. We want real connections. And that is what a new style leader will definitely understand. It's not about the money and the growth. Because if we keep growing the world, I keep growing businesses every time, every time, every time, instead of just being satisfied at some point where we are, then you know what? It's never going to be enough. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't strive for the best. Don't get me wrong. But growth, our individual growth, yes, I say definitely keep growing and keep making impact. But also look at how it contributes to the whole world as, as general. Because, you know, our whole, uh, if you ask me, um, our mindset in this capitalism, world of capitalism, uh, is not always best for the entire world and for society. So... One thing, this new style leadership, which includes heart, which, which includes emotions and vulnerability and really looking at ourselves and processing our emotions and processing what we've been through instead of shoving it to the side and simply um, just letting it be and remaining in our old patterns. Oh my God, that is not always easy, that new style leadership, because it starts on the inside. It is inner work. <laughs> And I will tell you that inner work hurts like hell. And this is one of the reasons why people don't do it. Because they're scared. They're so fucking scared of what they might dig into. But oh my god, you know, at the end, there is so much more freedom. There is so much beauty and bliss. So, no, it's not always comfortable, but we are so fucking spoiled with anything that feels uncomfortable. It's like we are dismissing discomfort as something evil. Fact is, of course, that there's growth in it, and we really need to <laughs> be courageous enough to look at the shit. Yes, it's painful. Yes, it will hurt. It hurts a lot to sit with how we, for example, have disappointed someone in the past. Maybe, for example, you have really, really hurt someone in your family and this has brought out a dark, dark, dark shadow side within yourself. And maybe for many years you've ignored it because, yeah, well, that was just life, that was me then. And it's scary to look at yourself and admit that you've not done that, this right. But to really sit with us, sit with your own shadows, yeah, it's uncomfortable to look at your ego. It is not easy, but it is the very, very start of being a leader who is not afraid of their inner self, of their inner shadows, who will take responsibility for that. That's what leaders do, because that is heart. Embracing all of you, embracing all the flaws and the fuck-ups and all the mess and all the bullshit, it will make you feel so much more whole because it is the basis of self-love. Self-love means accepting all of you. And once you do that, that acceptance of everything that you are, good and bad, because it's all one, that will open your heart on so many levels and that will make you such a leader of your life. Because from that place, from that place of self-love, you can actually really start taking more responsibility for the choices that you make because you will start radiating that from the inside out. When you have embraced yourself and you will increase your self-love, realizing that you are that love, 
that is when you start becoming that magnet because it is an inside job. Leadership is an inside job. I hope that this has inspired you so far and I hope that you will definitely become courageous enough to do all that inner work. And you know what? Even if sometimes you're scared, that is only human. I'm scared sometimes as well. There are things that I that will take me a while to admit. But yeah, this is what it means to be raw and to be real and also to be revelicious. <laughs> I hope you'll have an amazing day. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're hungry for more, please check out my Brand Rebel app in the App Store or the Play Store. Just simply type in Be a Brand Rebel and you will find it instantly. It's free and it's fun. For now, have a magical day. Stay raw, stay real, and stay rebellious.